God bless, ladies and gentlemen. God bless your brother, Jesse Jarrett. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Christian Thoughts. Interesting and inspiring topics and opinions on being a Christian, but still being human, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, we are back for the first time in a very long time, actually. But we are finally back with a brand new topic today, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be talking about that world-famous Bible verse. What can separate us from the love of God? I know that uh, some Bible versions actually say who can separate us from the love of God. But today I want to talk about the what. Of course, we could talk about both who and what. But today I want to focus on what can separate us. From the love of God. We all know that famous verse. We all know that famous verse. But have you ever read it for yourself. And think hard about it. You ever thought hard about. That Bible verse for yourself. You meditated on it. You asked God about it. You ever thought about that for yourself. Like. What what really. Really. What can separate us from the love of God. And today. As a surprise, actually, because I didn't know either. <laughs> today we have our brother, Brother James, here with us for today, helping us out with today's topic. God bless you, Brother James. Hey, God bless you, sir. How are you today? I am well. No complaints on my side. That's good. That is good to hear. Uh, uh, want to thank you, Brother James, for for taking your time to to help us out with today's topic. Absolutely. It's always, it's always a pleasure to help. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Um, so, as I was saying, we all know that very famous Bible verse. We all know that very famous t- uh, Bible verse of who can separate us from the love of God, which is actually Romans, the book of Romans 8.35 through 39. It says... Uh, It says that it talks about how nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Calamity, hunger, persecution, danger, death, demons, angels, sin. Nothing can separate us from God's love. Absolutely nothing. God, ladies and gentlemen, is going to love us no matter what. God loves you. You who is listening to this, either live or recorded on the podcast, God loves you and is going to love you no matter what. Amen, Brother James. <laughs> you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm so sorry. I'm multitasking at the moment. Alrighty. Um <laughs> But before we continue, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do our commencing prayer. Dear God, we give you thanks for another gorgeous, beautiful day that you have allowed us to have. We give you thanks, God, because it is a day as your word. And as we like to say, it is a day that you have made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We ask God that everyone who's listening, everyone who may listen Uh, In the future, may they be blessed by today's word. May they learn something new about your word that they didn't know already. And may they uh, receive you as their Lord and Savior if they haven't already. For your praise and for your glory. We give you thanks for everything. I personally give you thanks 
for giving me this topic to bless those who listen. In Jesus' name we pray and we give you thanks for everything that you have done, that you will do, and that you are continuing to do at the moment. Amen and amen. So, God, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, God loves you no matter what. God loves you who is listening. God loves you. God loves me. God loves Brother James. God loves Brother Bruce, who uh, we we are in, we are praying for his health. We know that he is um, in the hospital, and we we continue to pray for him. We continue to bless him in the name of Jesus. Uh, we know that he will, uh, if it is in God's will, he will have a speedy recovery. God bless you, Brother Bruce, wherever you may be. Uh, but nothing, ladies and gentlemen, can separate us from God's love. Nothing. Nothing. Not even death. Think about that. Not even death can separate us from the love of God. Not even death can stop God's love from reaching us. That's deep. That is deep. That is super deep. And any thoughts on this so far, Brother James? Uh, so far, uh, I, I like the, I like how you're putting the emphasis on nothing. Right. That separating us from from God's love. Amen. And I also agree with uh, that death cannot separate us from God's love because if if we think about it in the Bible when Jesus was on the cross and when he held his head up right. and said it is finished he basically took the love with him to the tomb Amen. and the three days that he was in that tomb to rise again just shows that I don't just I don't just love you just to say I love you but I say I love you to show you that love is completely separate from natural feelings Amen so with with that kind of on the drawing board now, it gives us a it, it gives us a, a certain sense, if you will, that God's love is much much deeper than we can even imagine or put words to describe. Amen. So, with with today's topic, which is actually the best title to put for to put for today's topic is really understanding the fact that absolutely nothing Mm-mm. or no one can separate you from God's love. Amen. That's exactly right. And and here's here's the amazing part, ladies and gentlemen. When the Bible says nothing, and when we say that death, not even death, can separate us from the love of God. And as Brother James says, God and and 
Jesus Christ, when he died for us, he took that love and he showed us that love by resurrecting on the third day. He showed us that love by dying and showing that he loved us even through death and even uh, in those three days. And on resurrecting on the third day, he showed us that he loved us. He, he said, I'm not going to even not only tell you that I love you, I'm going to show you that I love you by dying for you. And when I die, I'm going to resurrect three days later. I'm going to I'm going to rebuild myself. I'm going to recreate my 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 demonstration of love for you. Right. And not not only not only that, but uh, he also rose again with all power in his hand. Amen. That's exactly right. So what 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 does that portion of the script tell you? It it tells you that he he let his old self die to begin a new him. Right, his human self. Yes, sir. Yeah, so he took the old him, recreated it into a newer version. Yes, sir. It's 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 amazing to to think. It's amazing to think about how much God loved us and the fact that He showed us on the cross how much He loved us. Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, that even while the people who are unfortunately in hell right now are still loved by God? Think about that. Jada B might be thinking, are you saying that you, you're telling us that even the people that are in hell are still loved by God? God still loves them. And I, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. But here's the thing. People read where it says nothing can separate us from the love of God. People read that not even sin or death can separate us from the love of God. And people often think that that means that they can do what they want or live how they want. That, my friends, is not the case. Not the case. The world thinks the fact that God loves us means they can live how they want to and still go to heaven and still get a crown. Granted, ladies and gentlemen, granted the Bible says that it is not by works for no man can boast. Granted, Ephesians 2.9. But that doesn't give us the right to act the way we want to just because God is going to love us at the end. God's love has conditions. And I'm not saying that he's going to stop loving us if we don't follow those conditions. I'm saying God's promises, God's protection, God's uh, uh, love has conditions. As in, he, ladies and gentlemen, has conditions to whether or not you go to heaven. Whether or not, ladies and gentlemen, you are blessed by him. You are continuously blessed by him. That doesn't give us the right. The fact that God loves us doesn't give us the right to act the way we want to or live the way we want to. 
Why? Because God is a righteous God. What do I mean by a righteous God? God is a God who needs to follow his own word. God is a God that that the rules that he placed, he needs to follow. He's righteous against he's he's righteous towards his own word. He does not lie. As the Bible says, he is he is not man to lie or son of man to regret. So he must follow his own rules. He must follow his own word. And he cannot, cannot go against his his own self, his own word. He is righteous in that sense. The Bible says clearly, ladies and gentlemen, that there will be no more crying in heaven. That there will be no more sadness and no more tears in heaven. Because if that weren't the case, then heaven couldn't be literally called in the Bible God's paradise. Literally. In Revelation 2.7, the Bible literally states heaven as God's paradise. Or the paradise of God. Plus, it wouldn't say that God could would wipe away every tear and that there would be no more sadness. In Revelation 21 verse 4. For that to be the case, ladies and gentlemen, for that to be the case, for the, for the, for the case to be that there will be no more tears, that there will be no more sadness, that there will be no more upsetness, or that there will only be happiness and love in heaven, God cannot allow people that the, that live they the way they want to here on earth into heaven. Hmm. Now it's getting deep. God cannot allow people that lived the way they want to into heaven because then, if that was the case, there would be liars, there would be adulterers, there would be thieves and cheaters and people who loved to sin. So again... The fact that God loves us and that nothing can separate us from his love doesn't mean that he's going to give us a free pass into heaven no matter what. Ouch. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Hold up now. Uh, so in other words, you're saying that in order to in order to get into heaven, you gotta change and put forth the work. Right. In order to get into heaven, ladies and gentlemen, we must follow his commandments. In order to get into heaven, we must follow in his footsteps. We must be the Christ in the word Christian. I said this in my first topic ever here on Christian Thoughts. The word Christ is in the word Christian. What does that mean? We must follow in Jesus' footsteps. We must follow in Christ's footsteps here on earth. And following Jesus' footsteps is not living the way we want to. (coughs) Hello. Am I coming in clear? Following in Jesus' footsteps is not living the way we want to. And then expecting to still go to heaven. 
It's because God loves us, ladies and gentlemen, that he can't just allow anyone into heaven. It's because he loves us that sometimes he must punish us, some of us, to the extent of hell itself. Jadip. You're probably thinking, Jadip, how in the world, how can you possibly, how can you possibly say that the fact that God loves us is why he sends some people to hell or why he allows people to go to hell? Yes, because it's true. He says it in his word. For the Lord corrects those he loves just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Proverbs 3 verse 12. That's the New Living Translation, by the way. Another version, another translation says, The Lord disciplines or punishes those he loves. Speaking as a parent myself, ladies and gentlemen, as a parent of two girls myself, I can understand this verse a lot. I can wholeheartedly understand this verse. I love my daughters. God knows I do. But there are, of course, times that I must discipline them or punish them, ladies and gentlemen, for not listening or ignoring or choosing not to follow my rules. By either taking away a favorite toy or giving them a 10 minute timeout. That's God right there, ladies and gentlemen. God loves us like we love our children. So sometimes God must discipline us or punish us if we don't follow his commandments. And unfortunately, that means hell for some. That doesn't mean, though, that God has stopped loving them. That doesn't mean, ladies and gentlemen, if God, let's say hypothetically, not to offend anybody, and I, I, I apologize for, my, for, for, for putting it this way, but hypothetically, let's say, well, I'm going to use myself as an example to not offend nobody. Let's say hypothetically, after all this, after everything I'm doing for God, after everything I'm, that I'm trying to do for the Lord, let's say hypothetically I do something that makes me end up going to hell. Does that mean God, lo God stopped loving me? No. Because it's because he loved me that unfortunately... He had to allow me to go to hell for me to understand why. Why why am I why am I in hell? For me to understand that. For me to understand that God loves me, I must be punished. Hmm. That doesn't mean that God stopped loving me. It just means that I raped what I sowed. 
It means that people are reaping what they sow. I've heard so many, I've heard this countless, countless times. I can't say how many times I've heard people say, God is love. So God is love and God loves us. So there is no way he sends people to hell. And to be honest, you're right. They're right. People who say that are correct. It's not so much, ladies and gentlemen, to kind of contradict what I said before, but it's not so much the fact that God sends us to hell, or it's not so much that God that God sends us to hell by by punishing us to go to that that He sends us to hell. It's that we send ourselves. It's not so much, ladies and gentlemen, that God sent them to hell or the people that that are in hell right now, unfortunately. It's more of them sending themselves by not listening to his commandments. By not obeying his commandments. By not obeying his own rules. Just like I tell my daughters. I tell this that I tell this to them all the time. I say, I'm not putting you, excuse me, I'm not putting you in timeout. You put yourself in timeout. When you chose not to follow my rules. When you choose not to follow the rules. When you choose not to listen to daddy. You put yourself in time out. Again. They reap what they sow. If you sow hatred and disgust and suffering for other people. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to reap a place full of disgust and hatred and suffering for other people. And you're going to be in that place for yourself. But my friend, if you sow love, kindness, and love and love for your neighbor like you should, you're going to reap love. And kindness. And the place full of it. So back to my original point. There's nothing. That can separate us from the love of God. Not sin. Not death. Not even hell itself. Can separate us from the love of God. So I encourage you, my friend, who is listening, to come to God. Come to God because he is waiting for you with his arms wide open. He doesn't want you in that place. He doesn't want you in hell. He does, that's, that's the last place God wants you. But if you're going to continue and continue and continue to live the way you want to. To go against his word. To go against his commandments. 
just because you feel like it or just because it's your life, as people like to say, oh, it's my life. It's my life. I'll do what I want with it. Not technically. God gave you that life, ladies and gentlemen. He can take it away. But God has mercy. God has mercy and so he still continues to love you and protect you and care for you. This is why you are able to say it's my life. So yes, it is true. God doesn't send people to hell. They send themselves by not following his commandments. And yes, it is true that the Bible says it is not by works for for no man can boast, but just as well, ladies and gentlemen, it is also not living the way you want to and expecting to go to heaven. Because God is a righteous God. God, as I said before, cannot let anyone into heaven. He can't let those who chose to live a life that they wanted to live the way they wanted to live it. Sinning, adultering, cheating, stealing. Because there is, there's none of that in heaven. It wouldn't be called heaven, ladies and gentlemen. Simple as that. Heaven wouldn't be called heaven. It wouldn't be called a paradise. Ladies and gentlemen, if God allowed anybody in. You reap what you sow all the time. So there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Come to God. Come to Jesus, my friend. He's waiting for you with his arms wide open. He's waiting for you, ladies and gentlemen. You who do not know him yet. You who do not know Jesus. You who do not, uh, who, who think that you need to change first. No, 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 no. Don't do God's job. That is his job to change you. You don't change yourself. You're not going to be able to change yourself because your flesh, your 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 physical being is going to want to sin, is going to want to go back to that 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 addiction that you have. Whatever the addiction may be. Your physical being, your flesh, ladies and gentlemen, as the Bible calls it, is going to want to do the opposite of what God wants you to do. Let him change you. Don't try to change yourself. People that love to say, oh, I need to change first and then come to God. No. You need to go to God first. You need to come to God first and then God will change you. May God bless your day, your night, and the rest of your week. This has been Christian Thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Your brother, Jesse Jarib, I want to thank Brother James for helping me out. God bless Brother James, wherever he may be. Unfortunately, he had to go. 
Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we continue. May God bless your day, your night, and the rest of your week. This has been Christian Thoughts. Brother Jesse Cherub, ladies and gentlemen, once again with you, reminding you that if you want to support this podcast, you can do so by emailing us at jadep2318 at gmail.com. Tell us what you like about the podcast, tell us what you don't like about the podcast, and even give your own topics for the show. And as well, you can also support us by going to facebook.com slash christianthoughts1350, that's christianthoughts1350, and pressing the like button and just as well you can go to anchor.fm slash jct press the support this podcast button and follow the instructions that way you can support this podcast monetary wise so if you want to support this podcast once again go to jotup2318 at gmail.com email us there or go to facebook.com slash christian thoughts 1350 christian thoughts 1350 and pressing the like button or go to anchor.fm slash jct, press the support this podcast button, follow the instructions, and you will be supporting us in a monetary fashion. So from all of us here at Christian Thoughts, may God bless your day, your night, and the rest of your week.